Happy Thursday, everyone. Today shows a little on the abstract side. Some guy in Austin and I are talking about cowboys. I mean, actual cowboys, songs about cowboys, movies about cowboys, what it takes to be a cowboy. And toward the middle of the show, you get an extra treat. In a rare moment, some guy in Austin starts singing. If it wasn't one of the best songs in the history of ever, I would have politely edited it out. But it turns out when this song is performed by anyone, I'm drawn in, like young Lindsay to Troy Aikman. For those of you who don't know, he's a cowboy too. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's not Bachelor season, but that didn't stop me from calling my friend, some guy in Austin, to help me out when all of my other guests kind of fell flat today. So I called you in an emergency, and you're totally jumping in. Thank you so much. Listen, first of all, in light of today's subject, um, I will say howdy. And you know, I think you can vouch that I always say howdy. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I was on the East Coast recently and uh, I walked into a restaurant and said howdy. And the lady looked at me like I had just, you know, spilled a drink <laughs> on her favorite uh, pantsuit. Um, but let me just rephrase pantsuit. what I don't know. That's what they were in the East Coast, I think. That's my <laughs> Hillary Clinton and the East Coast. They all wear pantsuits. Um, uh, but, uh, I was going to say that, um, I need to rephrase your intro because essentially what you just said is that I was your last resort and you're glad I picked up the phone, but I'll, That's I'll, live right. with that. <laughs> I'll live with that. I can, I can deal with the fact that I might not be first on everybody's list. Well, it's just one of those days where everything's kind of going wrong. My friend who was who was supposed to do it couldn't do it, and my sister couldn't do it, and you're and Laura's out of town, and so I thought you'll be able to just go with the flow and not need. My sister needs like three weeks to prepare. You need three minutes, well, uh, but I, I gave you a little bit yeah. more time than that. I gave you 24 hours, so that's that's good. right. And listen, I don't know where Laura is, but my guess is if she's listening to this on the plane on the way home from her trip, mm-hmm. I think I would just I'm going to wish that she feels guilty the whole way for not being available <laughs> for you when That's you right, really Laura. need her. That's right. No, she's the best. Best roommate slash landlord ever. And then Look, the you, other... <laughs> I, I forgot you have a useful relationship <laughs> with her. I, I apologize. I don't want her to feel guilty. Thank you. <laughs> she might kick me out of the house. Although I will say now, I'm not a Harry Potter guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm not a Taylor Swift guy. However, mm-hmm. uh, I was driving with Mrs. Some Guy in the car, and um, she happened to ask, when are you going to be... Um, doing Lindsay's podcast again. And I said, as a matter of fact, this afternoon, and she said, tell her that I really enjoyed the Taylor Swift and the, and the, um, Harry Potter. And then she said to me after like a moment of silence, she said, I'm pretty sure I'm her demographic. (laughs) (laughs) She is, she is. So I need you, Mrs. Some guy to email me things that you would like to hear on the podcast because I like it when people come a, a lot of people say I don't watch the bachelor so I'm not going to listen to those and I totally get it but we are in the off season now so it's nice to have Taylor Swift I mean we had to 
We had to go back in and say that Taylor Swift does know what she's doing. Laura thinks more so than me. And our friend Susan was there. And then Steph and I going to Harry Potter marathon. It was great. The other thing I need to tell you is if you hear this weird in the background is because I'm at my church because I've been carrying my microphone with me everywhere. And the business next door decided to, I don't know, do trash compacting or something. It's terrible. So... I apologize for that, but here we go. We're making it work. You know, today we are talking about cowboys. Just cowboys in general? The Dallas Cowboys? What are we talking about? Hey, any kind of cowboy you can think of. We're going to talk about all the cowboys. You're going to do your favorite cowboys. I'm going to do my favorite cowboys. I've got a few trivia questions for you, but I think the way we need to start this off, because not everybody lives in Texas like we do. That's correct. I, I think we need to tell people what a cowboy is and does and what a cowboy looks like, etc. Because you can't just go buy those jeans that have rhinestones on the butt and some sort of pearl snap and a crunchy cowboy hat and call yourself a cowboy. Am I right? You're absolutely correct. As a matter of fact, if you do those things, I would say that you're not actually a cowboy. And I've got Um, we're going to sum them up, but I've got three very pertinent stories of actual cowboy people that I know Mm -hmm. that I think will sum up the mentality we're talking about. But yeah, I mean the, the, the crunchy cowboy hat, the rhinestone jeans, uh, anything that rascal flats wears on stage, (laughs) um, would not make Jason Aldean. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, and by the way, if, if, if you haven't done this, Google the chilling on a dirt road video or whatever that's called. I'm sure the word back road is in it, but, uh, Google that video. He's not on a dirt road. He's on Come an on, asphalt. Jason. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Anyhow, See, I don't want to get a cowboy too... would know. Um, yeah. So anyway, the, the point I'm trying to make in all this is that there are certain things that would qualify mm-hmm. one as a cowboy and anything you see in pop country, mm-hmm. not, not, not a cowboy, not a cowboy. It's a so, caricature of okay. what they think a cowboy <laughs> should be. Right. So what <laughs> is a cowboy supposed to look like then? Well, what are, what are the, what are the elements a cowboy needs in order to be a real cowboy? I, the friends that I know that are cowboys, a lot of them are either Bronc riders in, ro- mm-hmm. in the rodeo or bull, former bull riders in the rodeo that grew up uh, West Texas, Oklahoma, places like that, where they actually worked on a ranch uh, and did real what you would consider cowboy work mm-hmm. and, and started riding bulls at a very young age. Um, if you've never been to Billy Bob's, uh, which is the Fort Worth honky tonk, they have mm-hmm. an indoor bull riding and they have the kids ride these like you know six month old bulls they have these like tiny little kids they throw mm-hmm. them on the bull and that's how they learn well there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> just like the calf scramble or no uh, what's yeah. it called mutton busting mutton busting is great yeah, put them put on a, a sheep mm-hmm. put a seven-year-old on a sheep with a helmet and flak jacket and smack the sheep on the rear end <laughs> there he goes off. there he goes and a, I love it. a stadium full of people cheers as that kid falls off into the dirt <laughs> And cries. And cries and, and waves mother. at the camera. Yeah, that's right. Oh, but I think that a cowboy m- must have a hat. Sure, a, a cowboy hat. A cowboy hat. Now, you tell the people the difference between there are cowboy, there are seasons for your cowboy right. hats. We have talked about this before, but I feel like yeah. we, need to, we need to reiterate the importance of this. Right. And so 
I think the famous quote we, we were going to talk about is, um, you real cowboy to which mm-hmm. the response is, well, that depends on what you think a real cowboy is. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's from urban cowboy. But so during the winter months, uh, you want to wear a felt hat. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in a formal event, you're looking at a black felt or a brown felt hat, which mm-hmm. is the, you know, felty material that's dark and usually has a dark band on it. Um, or you would wear a light, like a khaki or a tan felt hat that says winter. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Now in summer months, or when you're at a casual event, you would wear your straw hat, mm-hmm. which again is not the Toby Keith thing. looks like he sat on it and <laughs> dug it out of his seat. Uh, it's an actual <laughs> legit well-formed hat. Now, yeah, yeah. do you own a cowboy hat? I do. Okay. How many? One. Oh, I own a few. So, but, but the key to buying a good cowboy hat is not going to Seven Eleven. No. And, <laughs> and picking up, you know, and you know what's, what's With next your to, big gulp. Well, or your, do you, have you seen this thing called the pickle in a bag? Yes. Ball. Who, who would, first of all, who dang. invented that and whose college is Ugh. that paying for? Bull, bull, Somebody's bull. obviously making money on it. Disgusting. My it's fingers warm, are swelling too. just talking about know, it. Bleh. But it's warm though. It's not even in the refrigerator. <laughs> it's like a pickle in a bag. It's a pickle. And that's what it's called. Pickle. Bleh. Maybe, I'll, maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, that might be a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mm where but, you listen to me eat a hot pickle from a bag? No, and, thank and you. Just sit and wait In my and see crunchy what hat with my big gulp. <laughs> Woo. Exactly. So <laughs> if you go to a place that sells legit cowboy hats, you're going to see this weird looking uh, metal thing that looks um, kind of like a dome. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a steamer. And they actually put the hat on there and they steam it up and it will expand or contract depending on how they squeeze it. And they fit it to your head. Mm hmm. And That's most people black. don't know that you, whenever you take your cowboy hat off, you lay it on the top where the hole is facing up, where your head goes right. is facing up. So it doesn't mess up the steaming that just happened. That is correct. To shape it. Now, the, the other thing you need is a good hat band. Mm-hmm. With a uh, feather. Nah, no. I don't know about that. My dad has a rattlesnake hat band with the rattle in the back. Now you've got to live in West Texas. Because he's a right? boss. Right. You've got to be legit to pull that off. I mean, he that, is. That, that's not something like I could pull off in Austin. Right. Now, as far as a cowboy goes, a real cowboy is always going to be in cowboy boots. His everyday walking around wear is a, some sort of boot. That is correct. A cowboy hat will also have multiple hats, obviously. Do you feel like a cowboy, a real cowboy, has a horse? Um. No, not necessarily. Now, I will say that this the the guy I'm using as an example is this guy's name. Oddly enough, they're all named Ty or Cody. Uh, they're, they're former bronc riders. Um, all of them named Ty or Cody. This guy, no, uh, Ty is a former bronc rider, and now he runs a bar out in Marfa, Texas. Uh, owns some land out there, but he's a legitimate like rancher. He actually lives on a ranch, so he ranches for folks during the day, and he owns this bar at night. And he's got his favorite hat. Um, picture Sam Elliott. That's what mm-hmm. he looks like. Almost. For those of you who don't know, Sam Elliott is Bradley Cooper's brother in A Star Is Born. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> he's also the uh, the guy. Pretty famous in the big, actor. Yeah, he's also the guy in The Big Lebowski that uh, that talks to the Lebowski's in his uh, dream sequences. Anyway, mm-hmm. so um, 
he looks like Sam Elliott. And so I was out in West Texas one time, my buddy's ranch and we were doing a dove hunt and this guy was there and, um, we were getting along, whatever. And we were, um, you know, drinking beers by the fire and we had cooked up some of the dove that we had shot. Well, we're getting ready to go to bed and I'm walking in. I said, Ty, where are you going to sleep? And I'll turn around and he's literally breaking out a bedroll from Mm -hmm. his truck on the ground. (laughs) And I said to my friend, Barry, I'm like, what's he doing? And he goes, oh, he sleeps outside. <laughs> well, of course he does yeah. Yeah. to keep the saw, coyotes away. Oh. And I said, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, he sleeps outside. So the next morning I woke up. Sure enough, Ty's laying there on the ground. It's the thing that they do. They just don't care. Okay, so we're going to do um, this. In, in this segment, we're going to talk about our favorite cowboys. And you've got three and I've got three. And so we're going to go back and forth, have a little discussion about who we think epitomizes a great cowboy. Please don't say Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. Oh, he's not a cowboy. Okay. I don't know anything about that movie. <laughs> um, okay, so the, fir- the first, and I've picked some folks from movies here, but mm-hmm. um, obviously, Bud from Urban Cowboy. I would agree with that, yes. Yes. And why does he epitomize the cowboy? A couple things. Uh, I got smarts. Some, some cowboys got smarts real good, like me. Um, he's simple, right? Um, yes, as evidence from the statement you just made. Yes. He's he's loyal, right? He is Uncle Bob. Right. So he's loyal, um, and then uh, you know he's a blue collar dude. Mm-hmm. You know, drives a truck, um, goes to Gillies, drinks Lone Star beer. I mean, the stereotype is there. And, um, he does, John Travolta did a great job pulling that off. So that's, that's, um, you know, the kind of guy you see lives just outside the city limits and, uh, you and I have seen a lot of buds in our day. Mm -hmm. And so I would say he epitomizes, uh, kind of, you know, ironically an urban cowboy, a guy that has all those kind of values, um, but, but kind of lives near a city cause he's got to work. Right. And he knows how to two-step. That's right. Uh, you bet. Um, bet. The other thing I wanted to uh, ask you is a trivia question. I know you know this, but oh, no. what what town is Bud from? What trivia town question. is Bud from? Where is Bud from? I, I don't have actually, remember. I've, Spur. Spur, ah, Texas. Spur. I have been through Spur, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. The first opening scene is Bud wakes up in Spur and he tucks his shirt in, packs his truck, and he drives into Houston with a Johnny Lee song playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Houston proper, and then he goes out to Pasadena. But anyway, Bud's That's my where daddy does oil. And all that implies. See, this is going to turn into an <laughs> urban cowboy quote. A fact. quote off. A quote yeah. off. I think, I think that's, a, that's a great example of a cowboy. Good job. My first one is the quintessential cowboy, John Wayne. Yes. Isn't that great? Or the Duke, if you will. Yes. Um, Now, John Wayne was originally from Indiana. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Do you know what his real name is? Marion Mitchell Morrison. That's right. (laughs) Quintessential cowboy. I don't think you can think of a cowboy Mm -hmm. without thinking of John Wayne. Yes. He made 143 movies, which feels like a lot. And 83 of them were Westerns. Crazy. Well, that's Mm -hmm. great. He was the guy. And he is known for, can you, do you think you could name his top movies that he's known for? 
Um, I probably could. He won an Oscar for The Quiet Man, which is not a Western. I know that. Um, I would say The Sands of Iwo Jima, maybe. No. Is one. No. I probably can. I probably can. You know, the only reason I say the history There's 141 I have that, to go. <laughs> no, my, um, my grandfather was a big John Wayne fan, and I remember going over his house, and me and my brother, I have a twin brother, we would sit there on my grandfather's lap and watch. Um, I would say, I mean, the, the ones that come to mind, The Quiet Man, The Searchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Searchers the one that is number I, two. I re- I remember as a kid was the shootest. Um, hey, I have to make a correction though. Mm-hmm. I, I said Indiana. I meant Iowa. Oh yeah, the I states are hard. Yeah, I, I confused it, so that's my fault. Um, so the no, number Jar- the number one movie that he was I, in. I, I don't know. Man who shot Liberty Vance. Ah, Liberty Valance, not Liberty Vance. I meant Valance. Yeah. Okay. Now I get that. I I just like I said, I couldn't. The the ones Do that came to mind. You know the famous quote from that one. Um, it, I'll know it if I hear it. Go ahead. Take it easy there, Pilgrim. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. And then he started using Pilgrim in all of his movies, and that became his thing. I also learned that he, you had to shoot his movies before noon because he was drunk after that. Mm-hmm. That and, was back in the golden age of Hollywood when everybody <laughs> was drunk. And he smoked six packs of cigarettes mm-hmm. a day. Yes. A day. Here, here's another trivia. Um, he, um, had lung cancer and then he got a, a lung removed Yeah, and he still did his own stunts after yeah. that. Yeah. But he, but he died of stomach cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, look, sad day. Yeah. Was, I believe in 79 was the year that he died because the only reason I know that is because this is the year before my grandfather died. And I remember my grandfather was upset. Mm-hmm. Like my mom so, was with Elvis. Um, well, we, that's a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> all right. So my second one is, I don't have any individual, but okay. So you and I are Verodeo fans, but I will tell you that about half a dozen of my friends are legit former, um, rodeo cowboys. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting lifestyle. Um, and I will tell you that of those six friends, one of them, uh, had major back surgery. Yeah. Another one broke his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one, um, literally smashed his face into hundreds of pieces and had to have major reconstructive surgery yes. because a bull came up and smashed his face. Mm. Here's the best part. Six weeks later, he got back on a bull. <laughs> <laughs> have and you ever been on a real bull? Uh, no, I've been, I've been on the one at Billy Bob's right. and I've, as you know, <laughs> I have a pension for mechanical bulls. <laughs> you do. Um, Yes, um, which ironically, the, the funniest part is I always videotape myself and I always send them to my friends that ride these things, mm-hmm. the, the real ones, and they never respond. I bet. They're, they're just, just like, they're just silent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nope, delete. Um, Who's your that's... favorite rodeo cowboy, famous rodeo cowboy? Oh, well, I mean, one of the guys I'm talking about is probably one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life is Tuff Hedeman. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking one day and um, I mentioned this other name and he said, that guy's from Oklahoma. I don't like him. And I said, what do you got against people from Oklahoma? And he kind of thought for a second. He said, cowboys from Oklahoma will steal your hat and help you look for it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, was, I thought, well, I guess that makes perfect sense. 
but no, he's kind of the Michael Jordan of Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's ah, and uh, I had the pleasure again through a, that that one friend that um, is well connected of meeting him, and we've become friends. He's a client too, and mm-hmm. um, I, just, I love dealing with him. He's just a he's one of the funniest people you'd ever meet in your entire life, and he's got a million sayings like that that. You know, that just make perfect sense when they come out of his mouth. And you're like, oh, I can tell exactly what you mean mm-hmm. by that. Have you ever been to the uh, PBR finals in Vegas? I have not, but my daddy watches them every year. And that's a legit show with legit people and mm-hmm. legit money these guys are making if they do what they are supposed to do, which is well, ride the eight seconds. Well, not just that, but the money that I don't know if you know this, but the the bulls. Make, oh yeah, the bulls make money. Own the bulls make tons of money. They train those things from literally from day one. They train them to be um, athletes essentially, and depending on the bull, uh, they pay a lot of money to get them over there. And then obviously, if it's a champion bull, um, they stud it just like a racehorse right. or anything. Also, um, you know what I find more manly than bull riding. <laughs> At the being, rodeo. Being a lawyer? Being a lawyer? No. <laughs> at the rodeo, I like steer wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's manly. You know, what's, what's, what's interesting is, you know, if you look at football, like your your running backs are built a certain mm-hmm. way, you know, your quarterbacks are built a certain way. If, if you're a fan enough of the rodeo, which I'm sure you are, like I am, mm-hmm. you can look at those guys and tell what sport they do. And the biggest, strongest, meanest guys are the the guys that jump off the horse mm-hmm. and steer the and bull wrestling. riders. Oh my gosh. So great. Let me do my second one. You're going to love it. It's uh, the movie young guns, 1988. <sighs> okay. Please tell me Amelia <laughs> West isn't your favorite cowboy. That's such a great movie. Did you six, know my... six reasons the West was wild? And, can uh, you guess the six? Le- okay, let me see if I can. Let me see how I remember good my- who it is. Okay, yeah, let me let's see how go. My young gun sister. I'm going to go with Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. I'm going to confuse this with the Lost Boys because it's essentially the same cast, minus right, that just Patrick one Western. Uh huh. The only reason they didn't do that, Patrick. What's his name? The good-looking dude from um, Swayze. Lost Boys. No, 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 Patrick. <laughs> the, the good-looking dude that played the older brother in Lost Boys. Patrick. Uh, um, he's Dempsey? he's kind of. No, no. All right, let me just move on. All right, so we got Kiefer Sutherland. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's about 5'1". You said Emilio. We've got Emilio Estevez. Mm-hmm. He's about 5'1". Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, yeah, who I also believe, believe is 5'1". Um, I liked him much better in the um, the Bamba. Buddy uh, Bamba, yeah, the Buddy mm-hmm. Holly thing. Um, and then uh, we've got who else was a young gun? I, I'm, oh, Dermot Mulroney was he yes. in there? Yes. Oh my Ow. gosh, you I pulled that. that out of the recesses oh. of your brain. Yeah. Uh, is he still around, by the way? Yes, he is, my friend. He was in is a he? TV show that didn't do well, but yeah, he's been in uh-huh. New Girl and. So I'm missing two young guns. Yeah, one of them you should get. If you have Emilio, who do you have? Charlie Sheen there was in Yeah. Really? And Young and you're Guns? you're not going to get the last one. Because Is I don't he... think he's done anything since Young Guns 1988. Um, well, I, then I'm going to Do you want me to tell you the, na- the letter? Yes. A C. Cameron nope. something. Uh, Georgie Scott's kid. No, he was in that movie with... Uh... I can't even say his last name. What's his name? Casey Samasco? Samat Casey Shamasco. He was Shemosko? in, uh, yeah, no, he was in some stuff. He was in, um, he that made a movie, movie called and that other one. Yeah. Three o'clock high he was in. 
That was in 90. Well, this movie made $45 million and was number one. Hello. And it only cost $11 million to make. Wow. And historian Dr. Paul Hutton called Young Guns, this movie, the most historically accurate to all prior (laughs) Billy... Shut up. The most historically accurate to all prior Billy the Kid movies. You think that that is a reflection on the quality of Young Guns or just the poor quality of Billy the Kid movies prior to 1990-whatever? Uh, yeah. yeah, probably both. But you know why I love it so much. Because of, I don't know, the soundtrack? Yes. John, John bon, Jovi. bon Jovi. That was Young Guns 2, wasn't Not? it? I, I think you're mistaken. I think that was Young Guns 2 because he had a cameo in that movie. Oh, was Young Guns 1? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pausing to look that up. I'm going uh... All right, I looked it up and you're right. It's Young Guns 2. But, oh. yeah, I know. You can boom me. Um, that He wanted, Emilio Estevez wanted Dead or Alive. The Bon Jovi song. Mm-hmm. But John Bon Jovi didn't think that matched a cowboy theme. So he said, let me write you one. And he, that's why he did it on his own. Remember how he went off on his own for a little bit? This is what he did. Now, the video, he looks like a cowboy, too, because he's wearing jeans that are real tight. And some kind and, of Indian leather vest, and if the I'm not mistaken. leather vest with no right. shirt on. Mm-hmm. Total cowboy motif. Yeah. And the Chippendale organization. Um, there was a cowboy in the village people too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and sub in for my third one. Just remind me about that. I think the cowboy in the village people dressed a lot like John Bon Jovi <laughs> in that video. Well, do your, let's do your third one. <laughs> well, I was going to say the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, yeah. that's kind of a predictable one. Mm-hmm. I, I, for the record, by the way, grew up like you did outside of Houston and, uh, I am not a Dallas Cowboys fan. However, I married a wife that is a Dallas Cowboys fan and whose parents have had Dallas Cowboys season tickets since she was born. I have and, shunned them. Yeah, I don't like them, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that that's their their thing, right? They've got uh, if you go, they're like the Chicago Cubs. I mean, if you go to any stadium across the country where the Cowboys are playing, there's just as many Cowboy fans there. Right. You know, you have, right. So it's just one of those true. deals. And it's it's a persona and they're from Dallas and they got the big Lone Star as right. the logo. So I would that's my third pick to right. epitomize and, Cowboys. And their 30 year shun with me is almost up. So congratulations, Cowboys organization. Why have you shun them for three years? Well, if you read in my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, that you can find at your local retailer. I did read that. I forgot. You know what? It, that rings a bell now. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Yes, I did read your book. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, much uh, yeah. longer. It's a mm. good story, too, and they deserve to be shunned. Now, my favorite cowboy, though, is Troy Aikman, always and forever, and yeah. Emmett Smith. But yeah, they've definitely had their, their share of players, and it's a very visible, it's like the Yankees or any other franchise like that, where those guys definitely transcend geography, mm-hmm. um, and the team definitely transcends the sport. It's, it's one of those deals that everybody knows. And, and 
So do the cheerleaders. Well, yeah. Now, I will plug my favorite reality show. I think you know this. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from The Bachelor and Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> aside from those three, um, making the team Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders mm-hmm. is pure reality gold. Yeah. Okay, here's my third one. Can't it's wait. The, it's the song, Mamas, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. That is an excellent choice. Thank you. I'm so glad you like it. A guy by the name of Ed Bruce wrote it, but he wrote it, Mamas, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Play Guitars. Mm-hmm. His wife said, that's kind of clunky. So mm-hmm. they changed it to Cowboys. And then Waylon the Jennings picked it up. Yep. And he said, I don't think it's a solo. So he, he had a good buddy, Willie Nelson, come in. And they mm-hmm. won a Grammy for it in 1978. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be Definitely one of my favorite songs, but I do have one objection to that song. Mm-hmm. There's a preference that people don't want their kids to be cowboys. They would rather have them be a doctors, lawyer. doctors or lawyers and, and such. <laughs> now, I don't know what the end such is, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that um, if I had a choice again from being a cowboy and being a lawyer, mm-hmm. being a cowboy sounds like a lot more fun. There you go. So. Now that leads me that leads me into my next thing. Whenever I was googling cowboys on the internet, mm-hmm. some cowboys came up who we've we've discussed: John Wayne, Bud, um, mm-hmm. you know those kind, and Robert Billy Duvall, the Kid. Yes, lonesome dove. All person, of these, yeah. all of these. But there were some where oh, Yosemite Sam. That's the mm-hmm. one that you mentioned, and I mentioned <laughs> um, yeah. Woody from a Toy Story. Those are legitimate mm-hmm. cowboys. But there were some that I kind of raised my eyebrow at who they had as a cowboy. And so I wanted you to, I want you to decide, yes, they are a cowboy or no, they are not a cowboy. Are you ready? I have no authority to do this, but that's fine. Go ahead. The Lone Ranger. Of course he's a cowboy. He's based upon the, the Texas Rangers, which is the greatest law enforcement organization of all time. Plus he hung out with Tonto. He was a good dude. Okay. The very first time... I went trick-or-treating, um, or I can remember trick-or-treating. I was about, what, four or five years old? Mm-hmm. I dressed up as the Lone Ranger. Now, another trivia thing. Who was the original Lone Ranger? I no know clue. This. Mm-hmm. Clayton Moore. I don't know who that is. He's a legit cowboy. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next one. How about <laughs> Roy Rogers? Of course, the singing cowboy. Now that was that was uh, Gene Autry as a singing cowboy. Roy Rogers, I'd say, is legit. Now you think, or yeah. is he is he playing a cowboy? No, I think he was a real deal. Okay. All right, okay, this one. J.R. Ewing. No, 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 Larry Larry Hagman definitely not a real. What about cow- Bobby Ewing? No, that's even less. He was Aquaman. Cause you remember that show? <laughs> no. Yeah, he was. I look it up. Bobby Ewing and Patrick, uh, <laughs> Patrick, uh, what was it? Patrick uh, Duffy played. Uh, mm-hmm. Was he the Patrick you were trying to remember earlier? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they said, okay, this is the one I was like, uh, Jet Rink from The Giant. That's James Dean, of course. Um, that's Dink. legit. James Dean was from, he was from Marion, Indiana. He was legit. He grew up on a ranch. He wore boots. He knew how to be a cowboy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Jet, Rink, Jet Rink is a real cowboy. Okay. 
Now, what is the most popular movie quote from a Western? I'm going to give you some parameters. It's it's since we've been alive. The most popular that we pop- would we could have gone to the movie theater and seen the movie. I I don't know. I mean, I I I don't know. It's from the movie Tombstone. I'll be Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. There you go. Val Kilmer did a great job in that. Jason Patrick. That's the guy's <laughs> name. Jason Patrick. It just hit me. Jason Patrick. My favorite part is there's like 17 <laughs> people in their car yelling, Jason Patrick. Just, you <laughs> no. just now heard him. You just now heard him. Okay, according to Rotten Tomatoes, what is the top Western of all time? The top Lonesome Dove? Nope. Wow. Um, I don't know. The good, the bad, and the ugly, Clint Eastwood. Lonesome Dove's got to be up there. I think it is somewhere up there. And then um, Billboard Top Hits about cowboys. Would you like to take a guess? Um, Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys would be the only song that would hit my... And and how many do we have? Oh, I've got a handful here. Um, I have no idea. I, I can't even... You're, You're not pretty- going to get them because, well, you should get one. Um, they're all kind of pop country that we were talking about at the is beginning the of the show. One, like a cowboy or what is it? What is that one he has? No. <laughs> right. Let me all just right. run through them real quick because this game's not fun. Rhinestone Cowboy. There you go. Glenn, Glenn yes. uh, Campbell. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, Dead or Alive. Bon Sunk by a guy from New Jersey. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> cowboy Casanova by Carrie Underwood. Uh, skip. I'm not even going to. I mean, that's Save like. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Oh, my God. But big and rich. That's <laughs> this is top. how the cowboy rides away. All right. I'll get that one. It's George Strait. George Strait. Good. Yeah. Should have been a cowboy. Um, that's uh, the Toby Keith. Crunchy hat, yeah. yeah. But he's he's wishing he was a cowboy because cowboys are cool. He's so from Oklahoma, I let's think. Let's give him that. Let's give him that. He's from Oklahoma. He'll steal your hat and help you look for that's it. That's right. Cowboy, <laughs> take me away. Uh, Tay, um, that's, uh, that's, uh, is it the, 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 hang on a second, hang on a second. Come on. Uh. They're yelling at you in the car right now. Dixie Chicks. Well, that's the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Space Cowboy. Uh, Steve, Steve Miller, Miller Band. Band. I thought that was an interesting one. And of course, Cowboy by Kid Rock. <laughs> Your favorite. Okay. From Michigan. Yeah, from Michigan. <laughs> okay, here's, this is my favorite part, and this is how we're going to end the show. So I looked up. And, and, and I don't know, I, I, deep, I was in a deep dive when I found this. It was great. Ad Week, the magazine, mm-hmm. did a poll of women to see what they preferred on their romance novel covers. Oh, because we've talked about this. Now, now Fireman has got to be up there. Okay. <laughs> Pioneer or, 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 or a savage shirtless Indian ravishing no. the woman on the prairie? No, no. Um, well, guess which one Cowboy is. One. One. Two. one. It's, it's two. Oh, what's number one? Fireman? Well, it's a doctor. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't agree with that either. I'm just picturing a guy in a white coat, like, you know, with a stethoscope ravishing a right. you know, pioneer woman on the... That's <laughs> ridiculous. <Pioneer> <laughs> it's always a pioneer woman. Am so, I wrong? So, Cowboy is two, and four is rancher. I what? mean, they broke that out into two yeah, categories. That's, that's so, a... I think if you squished them together, Cowboy would be number one. Yeah, it's about the details, I guess. I yeah. don't know. 
I mean, it, it, I guess the, the distinction would be maybe um, being ravished on the back of a horse as opposed to in a piece of farm equipment, maybe. <laughs> Can you think of any others? That I would want in my romance novel? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to go with lawyer, <laughs> uh, blogger, and Writer. podcaster. There you go. <laughs> Um, a prince. A prince? Oh, come on. <laughs> and um, a knight. Okay, I got the, that's, that's you got cool. You got the knight? I you feel the, like yeah, the knight I, is I'm good? on board with that one. Yeah, I'm on board with the knight. Okay, and the last. Maybe a lumberjack, maybe? No. A lumberjack? I don't know. <laughs> the last one is bodyguard. Like Kevin Costner? <laughs> <laughs> We, we, you know what? All right, I got a, I got a, I got a suggestion for. It. We're going to talk about the the worst movies that I or the movies I think are terrible that that women seem to like. I'm going to do that list, and the Bodyguard would be up there. Have you oh, seen that lately? I talk about the Bodyguard in my new book. Oh, it just doesn't hold up, man. Yeah, it's it terrible. Yeah, he fights that one guy without saying a word. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, Eating it's an orange little, or something. It's a little thin on dialogue. What do you think should have been on the list that wasn't on the list? Uh, well, I said lumberjack. Right. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a little. I'm gonna get a little. Maybe a little fetishy, but I, oh. but I think that this works for some people. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and request feedback from the audience. I'm gonna go with the UPS guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about you know shorts and the truck without the door. Without the door, he's dangerous. Carrying he lives heavy, life yeah, on the edge. That's right. Carrying heavy <laughs> stuff down the porch or whatever. He's got a I mean, package for you, too. There you have it. There you go. <laughs> he's just ravishing you on the front porch over a over an Amazon, Amazon box. Amazon box. <laughs> like a Hey, once again, thank y'all for listening and putting up with my crazy day. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please let me know if there's any topics you would like for me to cover in the off season. You can find me on social media on Twitter at Lindsay, on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray, or on my website, IHateGreenBeans.com. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. It helps other people find us. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. But you're down when you're riding the train that's taking the long